Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden, along with today's guest host, Neil Graff, who played his college football at University of Wisconsin in Madison, also one of his five NFL teams with the Green Bay Packers. And the reason I bring that up is our next guest, Phil Sklar, is the... Uh, He's the founder of the Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum, and it's in Milwaukee. Phil, how are you? It's been too long since we've had you on last. It's doing great, Mark. So, uh, Neil was wondering, and for those who maybe didn't hear the last time you were on, how did how did all this come about? Because there's Hall of Fames for a lot of stuff, and to be quite honest, when I heard you were doing this Hall of Fame for the Bobbleheads, it's like, I've got like probably 15 of them at home that I've gotten over the years of either famous South Dakotans or, you know, Harry, uh, the, the, the Canary mascot or lots of mascots, all that kind of thing. How on earth did you decide to go ahead and pursue this Hall of Fame and museum? Yeah, so it just started with a personal collection and a passion for collecting and for bobbleheads and turned into uh, an opportunity to share our collection with the world and, and make bobbleheads uh, of unique characters and individuals and uh, we started it about 10 years ago now it'll be 10 years next year and uh opened the museum to the public february 1st 2019 with over 10,000 unique bobbleheads on display now wow where where'd you get all these did people just donate them to be in your your hall of fame slash museum yes we have our personal collection and then when we announced the concept and the idea we had people who offered to sell them and a lot of people just brought them in, dropped them off, sent them in, teams, individuals, anywhere from one to, in one case, 1,500 unique bobbleheads. Uh, hey, this is Neil. Um, uh, the bobblehead concept really interests me. I've always liked them, and I have a handful of them, uh, much like Mark. Can you name off three or four or five of the kind of, you know, maybe some of the famous or notable bobbleheads, ones that we might recognize? Well, on the South Dakota topic, I guess, you know, we have uh, Bob Barker, who just uh, recently passed away. Um, he's had a bobblehead that the minor league team did. Um, there's just uh, all the presidents have had bobbleheads. Pretty much, uh, they say once you've you know, had a bobblehead, you've made it. Um, <laughs> most, you know, college mascots are, have had bobbleheads. And so, yeah, those are some of the notable ones, but they actually get back uh Quite a bit. Late 1700s was the first known bobblehead, and then 1960 when they made the classic vintage style bobbleheads that you know that generic boy face. But yeah, there's all sports, pop culture, movies, politics, TV, you name it. Uh, you can make a bobblehead for it. I've got Mary Hart and Cheryl Ladd. That's a couple of South Dakota famous, you know, TV or actress kind of people. I mean, I've got several others too. Those come to mind right away, Neil. Uh, you know, Mary is from Sioux Falls. Cheryl is from Huron. Used to be a waitress at the barn in Huron. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool to see. All right. So you were talking about mascots. Uh, you've got some pretty exciting news for South Dakota State fans here today. What's going on? Yeah. So today we unveiled an officially licensed bobblehead featuring Jack the Jackrabbit. Uh, he's holding up a, a newspaper proclaiming, uh, the champions and obviously, South Dakota State won the football championship uh, for the first time in program history. Uh, huge accomplishment, beating a rival, obviously, North Dakota State, and had to commemorate that with the bobblehead and with the school uh, 
school just starting and the football season kicking off tomorrow for South Dakota State. Thought what better time uh, to release this new bobblehead? And they just came in last week um, for the first shipment. They're individually numbered to 2023, and uh, by the end of the day today, the first shipment is going to be sold out based on uh, how they're selling. So South Dakota fans are are you know getting them. I think the bookstore they had 48. I think they sold out pretty quickly and placed a reorder. So yes, it's an exciting day for South Dakota State fans to, to commemorate their championship with the bobblehead, which we think is the best way to, to do that. Now, is there a limited edition of this, or would you make more? Uh, so these are numbered to 2023. Uh, the first shipment had 500 of those, so that's the shipment that'll be gone. So the rest of them are still in production. We had those sort of came got done first and came in. So the rest of them, you know, are in process. And so, yeah, the, the maximum number produced would be 2023. Oh. Uh, and each one has an individual serial number on the bottom. So, yeah, it's a, a collectible that, you know, people pass down bobbleheads from generation to generation. And uh, it's something that, you know, we see really people displaying proudly. And when a team wins a championship, especially for the first time, uh, it makes it even more special. You mentioned the bookstore had them available. They're sold out. I assume that's in Brookings. Is there anywhere online that uh, we, uh, the listeners, can go to if they're interested in trying to get one? Yeah, so our website's door.bobbleheadhall.com is where you can go and pre- or now they're in stock. So the ones we have, I think, about 75 left from that first batch that people can get. Um, You go on there and and buy it today and it would ship by the end of the week. Um, Once that batch is gone, they'll go to pre-order and those will come in around November, December time frame, probably just before the holidays. So uh, if you want to get one now, I'd recommend going there, store.bobbleheadhall.com, because uh, our phones have been blown up with uh, people buying buying them this morning. I can guarantee you that. Uh, the South Dakota State fans are very passionate about their team. Phil Sklar is our guest from the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum. And, uh, Phil, it's been a few years since we've had you on, although if you opened up in 2019 i was guessing it was three years ago i think that was about right that we had john last how do you go about choosing which one of these you're going to manufacture and and put out there for the public to buy yeah so it's uh, a lot of it's based on demand so we listen to what people want um you know we look for championships uh we have a lot of different collegiate bobbleheads that we do and so when a team wins a championship now we you know, hope to do a bobblehead commemorating that. But, you know, for some teams, it's, you know, they might win them every other year or, you know, and fans, you know, make it a little, yeah, not, you're never tired of winning a championship, but, you know, after you get your whatever Alabama's 19th or 20th, you know, you don't need that 20th bobblehead necessarily. Um, so it's, you know, unique opportunities, unique characters, um, and, you know, who wouldn't love a bobblehead of Jack the Jackrabbit? Well, and it's their first one too, so that makes it even better. It, it, yeah, North Dakota State would be in that same category of, I'm guessing, after about three or four years, when you're in the ninth straight year of winning a title, you don't really need a bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, even a shirt, too. It's like, you know, you got 20 shirts for 20 titles. <laughs> it can, becomes a collectible. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's exciting to win that championship. And the fashion that they did it in was, you know, even it made it even sweeter. Um, so, yeah, it's it's always fun. And, you know, we love when a, there's feel-good stories and, you know, relatively smaller towns and cities that, uh, you know, have that pride for their team, and it really shows. Um, and we see it, people visiting the museum, you know, from places they might not expect to see a bobblehead of their city or, or their 
you know, their town, and when they see the bobblehead, they're excited. Is there a, sort of a virtual tour of the museum online that we can visit that way? There is. So, yeah, bobbleheadhall.com backslash virtual tour is where you can take a 360-degree walk around the museum. Now, we've added a lot more bobbleheads since we had the virtual tour done, so we're uh, looking to have a new one done pretty soon. But you'll still see, you know, close to 10,000 bobbleheads and some of the exhibits and history, how they're made, the stories behind them. Um, and it gives you a great feel for the museum if you can't make it out to Milwaukee or, you know, want to get a feel for it before you come take a trip. And a lot of people come by on their uh, baseball trip or if they're in town to see uh, a concert or the Bucks or um uh, it's yeah, it's always a lot of fun to see where people bobble in from. Neil, you were just there for a golf tournament and it rained. You turned around and drove home. You could have gone to the bobblehead. I wish I would have known. Hall of Fame uh, well, I was just in Milwaukee for an NFL alumni golf tournament. We got rained out, so I had a, a day, a free day. I wish I would have known. I would have loved to have come by and toured the uh, toured the museum. Yeah, well, next time uh, definitely uh, stop by. We're open seven days a week, and yeah, we have had people. Come in, babble in from all 50 states, about 25 different countries, and uh, lots of, you know, we have just a ton of different variety. It's fun for everybody, kids, grandparents, and everybody in between. Well, Phil, thanks for your time. Thanks for sending me a bobblehead. I'm going to have to check it out and see what number I have on there. I feel kind of special all of a sudden. So, uh, yeah, you have a great yeah. day. You made mine. Thank you. <laughs> well, you too, Mark and Neil. I appreciate it, and great talking with you both. You bet. Phil Sklar, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll talk with Josh Anderson, one of our favorites, next. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors. And will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at vancethompsonvision.com. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. <sighs> That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the
the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time in the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. You're listening to Calling All Sports on 15 stations in three states. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Glad to have you with us. It's uh, it's a beautiful Wednesday, and uh, we are we are busy today. Uh, fun talking to Phil Sklar here in the first half of the second segment of the show. He's the uh, the president and founder of the National Bobblehead Hall of Fame and Museum in Milwaukee. And I don't know if they got a bobblehead for Josh Anderson, but they should. Uh, he's our next guest, the football coach of the Dakota State Trojans up in Madison. And Phil said to us that if you've had a bobblehead made, then you've made it. So I, I, I'm thinking you ought to have a bobblehead. I'm going to nominate you for that. Is that okay? Well, I do appreciate that. Um, no, I don't have a bobblehead yet, so I guess I haven't made it yet. But you know what? There's always something to look forward to and work towards. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you guys have already had a game. You got your, I, I want to say your home opener on, on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, it, it's, it's your sort of tra- your transitional home opener, though, right? Yeah, it's um we play the we play on Thursday night because we wanted to try and be the first game on that field even though we've had, we've had a scrimmage already and uh our high school team plays on the same field as we do and they play on Friday night so we were trying to slide in there and just get ahead of them. <laughs> so uh we could just have uh Bregan Rice for having the first game on that on that turf even though it's not our actual football field. The field itself and the stadium, the track like if it were our regular football field, it would be beautiful enough. Like it is, um, it is amazing. It is, it is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's well done. It's a, a t- tremendous facility. And that's not even our home field. Like they're building that one right now with the, uh, <laughs> they're putting the building up and they, they haven't laid the turf yet. But every time we go out every day, um, there's something new going on out there. So it just keeps the excitement up. Will they lay the turf this fall yet? Or will that be something that's done next spring? 
on the new field? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be that far ahead. I think it'll be the last thing that they're going to do just so they can move the trucks in and out and the, and the heavy equipment without driving on it while they're still finishing the main concourse building facility. So I think that would probably be done uh, early to late spring after the winter. That's kind of what I was thinking. I I, I would think you'd wait until after the winter because you just don't know how severe it might be. So how exciting is it for you, though? Because this, even though that's not your permanent new home, it's a brand new field. It's it's sharp. I went over there and took pictures and stuck them up on Facebook and got a lot of positive comments. The logo, the field, the you even got the old stands from the old football field that are on this field. Uh, I, I'm guessing the guys are pretty excited about that. Honestly, they are. Um, you know, we we've, we've waited a long time for some upgrades to happen. Um, I think it's been over 20 years. Uh, I think we did, we did the press box or something like that, like 25, 28 years ago, and they did a great job with that around here. But as far as the field itself and the, and the stadium and the complex itself, I think that's been since uh, early to late 50s. Um, and it just, you know, it just needs to be done. Uh, that, that field was wore out and needed to be probably resodded once every three years, if anything. And, uh, you know, just, that takes a lot of money, and to spend money on that rather than the other things that we need, it's hard to do, and you just got to make some decisions on, you know, what your best needs are. But, man, to go from no turf to having a beautiful turf field and then next year having another beautiful turf field, we'll have two awesome-looking facilities uh, just in the same area, and then and then that's we're not even done. Then we're talking about you know trying to fully turf a baseball field, fully turf a softball field, and have all that on campus. Uh, and then just where we go from there with building a new uh, basketball facility, basketball volleyball facility, along with the you know there's just some other ideas going on. And so once this stuff gets done and and people see what's happening, usually you get a few more people, a few more boosters that also want to be involved and, and wonder how they can help out. So. Hopefully the sky's the limit, but right now we're cruising along and doing things really well. Yeah, exciting time for sure to be at Dakota State. Uh, I I think anybody that goes up on Thursday night to see the game is just going to be wowed by not only what they see at the stadium or your play or the field. It's not a stadium, the field where you play. To see the stadium is right there. The cool thing is the stadium is next to it, and you can see the progress that's taking place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. Like every time we go out from. From the morning to the afternoon, once they get supplies, houseman construction, I mean, they just, they move quickly and they get stuff done during the day. So it's something new at all times. And so every day we go out there, we're always wondering, like, how, how far along are they now? Are they just about done? They're putting up the walls on the outside. They're trying to frame, obviously, the outside and get that stuff done. So before that white cold stuff starts flying around, they, they want to be inside working the rest of the time. And I don't blame them. Oh, hey, Josh, Neil here. Um... As you're uh, describing the improved facilities, uh, recruiting comes to mind. Will, will the will the uh, better and improved facilities help your recruiting? Do you think? Honestly, yeah, uh, it's obviously not going to hurt us. So, no doubt about that. But I would say this: this is what I've seen so far. Um, money is what gets recruits, and yes, the facilities are nice, but the type of uh, athletes that we're trying to get. You know, uh, trying to, we're trying to get some top level division two type athletes to come our way and the facilities around here with, uh, you know, the schools in Sioux Falls, Northern, um, over in Marshall, Southwest Minnesota State. And then you got Mankato and Monona and Bemidji and they all have beautiful facilities and so does Wayne now and they're all close. And so 
the facilities definitely put us in the same ballpark, and that's great. But the money is where we get the scholarship kids, and that's where we get the guys that we need. However, the facilities that we currently have and that we're building, this has greatly helped with our retention, which is another major aspect of the college program. You got recruiting, and then you got retention. So right now, our foundation has done a great job of, of getting us the money we need to get some recruits, as well as to fundraise for these facilities, which has also helped with the retention. So it's great. It is a great time to be a Trojan. It's a great time to be at DSU. Academically, we're we're uncomparable, and now athletically, we're starting to head that way too. So. It's fantastic to see our athletics start to match our academics. Josh Anderson is our guest head football coach at Dakota State. He's a Madison native. Uh, had to sting a little bit starting the season with a loss to your arch rivals because I, we had Ross on a couple of days ago and he, he, he said his, his kids that are there now that have been part of the program had never experienced this. You guys had a stranglehold on the, in the last few years on this. Uh, how do, how do you get past that? Honestly, it, it was real simple. Uh, no pun intended there, actually. Um, uh, you know what? It's always a good game. I realized that for the previous seven years, like we've had the trophy and we've had the bragging rights, and that's great, but not one of those games was ever easy. Like people started around, you know, around here and around the area started to say, you know, kind of like, and I know you don't mean anything by it, but like saying we had a stranglehold on them, like we really didn't. <laughs> we, we were lucky enough to come out on top and have the victory every year, thank goodness, but it always came down to the wire. Like, it was always right till the very end, holding holding my breath, wondering, you know, can we get this done? We need one big play. What's going to happen? So they got us this year. You know, that's really about all I can say. We, we made a lot of mistakes. I'm sure they did, too. You know, when you win, you still make mistakes. And so that's what it's going to come down to. I just watched the DSU DW volleyball game last night and it went right down to the wire yeah. in game five. And it was a, it was a fun environment to watch, but that's how it should be when you're playing a rival. It, it should come down to the last few minutes of the last game or the last quarter or whatever it is. And it did. And right. Sure. It stings, but you know, I was super proud of our guys. They never gave up and, and fought till the end. It just didn't go our way this year. And, you know, good for them, but we'll continue to grind and we'll continue to have successes and we'll just get right back in the saddle for the first game next year. And that's just how it goes. There's no need to kick a can or feel bad for yourself. You get right back in the saddle and get to work. What are you going to do better on Thursday night? Discipline. We left five touchdowns out there that uh, guys were wide open and um, we did not get things done. Uh, and it was nothing that you know, Dakota Westland did or didn't do. Um, with no pressure, we should have we should have been able to go through the reads and, and hit what we needed to hit, and and it would have been a different ball game. But you know, we we made some big plays. I, you know, my new quarterback when he scrambles, he makes some just amazing throws as well. Well, there's plenty of good that goes with that bad, but we've got to be able to be really disciplined at the basics. This game. However complicated it can be or it can appear to be, it really is such a simple, easy game when it comes right down to the basics. The hard part is making the big plays, making the tackles, making the blocks. And so those are the things that we struggled with. We need to be better at the basics. All right, Josh, have fun tomorrow night. Thanks for taking a few minutes on a, on a practice day. Today's a walkthrough, I'm guessing, right? Uh, no. <laughs> Today is our regular Thursday. So we've got our goal line, our red zone, and our coming out, and then we, we, we finalize all the special teams. Tomorrow, 
during the day, we'll actually do our Friday, our walkthrough, and then we'll have the game at night. That's usually what we have to do on a Thursday game. So it's kind of a different schedule, but we try to get everything in same we would on a regular week. But either way, we'll be ready to go. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, by the way, you guys are lucky to have a Lewis drug up there in Madison. I'm guessing you use that a lot, don't you? Absolutely, I do. It's fantastic. You get just about get anything you need there. It's awesome. All right, sir. Have a good one. We'll talk soon, okay? Always great to hear from you. Take care. All right. Thanks, Josh. Josh Anderson, we're going to try to get him a bobblehead. Uh, Neil just took off, so he won't even know what we're talking about here. I think we should get a bobblehead of Neil Graff. Um He's already got the Graffy Award from the fans in Seattle, and uh, that'd be kind of fun to get a bobblehead for him. He was he was really, really one of the best football players ever to come out of Sioux Falls, when you think about it, to go to Wisconsin, have a standout career for the Badgers, uh, and then play for five NFL teams, and he played behind Fran Tarkenton, Terry Bradshaw, Jim Plunkett, Jim Zorn, and Lynn Dickey. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. We were talking about that with Chad earlier when it comes to cut day. Neil never got cut, but he was just with the wrong team at the wrong time to get to start. He was buying all these all-pro quarterbacks. So, yeah, we'll see if we can get a bobblehead done for him. Uh, like we are saying, uh, Lewis Drug is indeed your first stop, whether you live in Madison or Sioux Falls or wherever. 60 locations. They've been around for 81 years. Thank you to Mark Griffin and his family for making this such a wonderful wonderful business. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.